Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watch it now. We don't know if we like it. Is it for real? You're listening to Is Is It For For Real? This is Philip. And Katie. And Bridget. And this week was my pick. And so I chose the 1995 reminiscent uh film now and then um which we will talk about in great detail in just a moment but first i would like to make a correction to last week's podcast uh where we were talking about the movie mannequin not that we had watched it but we talked about it a lot because i was gonna say if we were talking about mannequin i have a lot of corrections (laughs) i I still want to watch mannequin yeah one day one day i know but i i misnamed uh one of the characters i called him arsenio hall uh, the actor and that's not true it it is uh, the character is played by the fabulous Mishak Taylor, who ah, is from Designing Women. Designing Women, yeah. And um, I was just thinking about that because I was like, oh, Mishak Taylor is amazing in that movie and in Designing Women. And I just wanted to give cred where credit was due. Wow, um, nice. And one day we will do Mannequin. Uh, but until then, <laughs> I just wanted to give cred to Mishak Taylor. So Mishak, if you're out there, I know. Find out the rights to this movie yeah, and get it you can, streaming because you it's can amazing. help us. Yeah. One yeah. one thing I do want to say that I discovered that I was really excited about when I did rent this movie was that the movie Mermaids is now available for streaming on Amazon Prime, which is another one that had a block against it. So oh, maybe somebody heard on our pod. And that's they true. released it. So stay tuned because that's yeah. for sure coming now from me. Um, Christina so Ricciathon. It, I think that's what it is. Ricciathon? Reach into fall. Reach into fall. Oh my God. I don't know. I don't know. Nice. Okay. So this is a nice summer movie as we're entering into September. And uh, none other than the fantabulous Cat D. Formerly cat, formerly cat B, um, who's just a, a wonderful human, um, did our intro this week. And Ooh. here's what she had to say about now and then. Hi, my name is Kat, and I am here to talk about why now and then is the ultimate female comedy of the 1990s. Uh, I was obsessed with this movie as a kid. Literally, me and my friends called ourselves the Nats, the Now and Then Girls. Uh, And we watched this movie every single week during the summer of 1998. From the soundtrack to um, being able to see yourself in all those characters, I was definitely like a Samantha with like a teeny rising. Um, And if if you came of age of that time, you knew that you had to try and pause when the boys were running around in just towels to see if you could see anything when they bent down. Um, Everything about this movie is completely perfect. If I think about it too hard, I cry. And I think maybe every other month I get the song that was like made for that movie stuck in my head. Now and then, don't have to look back. So if you haven't seen it, you have to watch it. Um, It is quintessential. I still want to build a beautiful playhouse in my backyard in a tree. I want to push Demi Moore on a swing. I want to be a now and then girl forever. It's amazing. Cat D. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Although fun fact right off the bat, um, Mm -hmm. those half naked boys were wearing sort of the little socks to protect their junk. So (laughs) even though I was reading up that many teen girls would pause that movie in places there was nothing they could have 
possibly seen. Oh, Were they Merkins? No, not Merkins. No, because that's that's sort of like a toupee for your junk. These are like right. the little like socks, like the yeah, basically a sock with a strap. Sure. Like a like a nose covering for Gonzo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what Gonzo would put on his nose during COVID. He could. Right. That's true. If, cover it up. A gonzo mask. Because I was yeah. like, they must have a name for those in the biz. I'm sure. Yeah. And I'm sure yeah, they're yeah. called gonzo masks. Yes, they should be. So as Kat said, this movie is loaded with female stars. We have four older. <laughs> they're playing older. The older versions of the four younger characters. Did right. you guys know all eight of those actresses? I did. Um, well, except for the the young girl that plays Chrissy. Yeah. I didn't really know her. I just know her from this movie. Ashley Ashton Moore. Yes. Her IMDb picture is blank. So I imagine she hasn't done a whole lot else. Well, well she, she became a stay at home mom. Oh, didn't she? I don't know. She oh like, my gosh. I think she passed away. God. Oh, I think I you said look a that cast, cast away. She was like, on she cast was, away. <laughs> as in like her plane crashed and she oh, was on like the man. other side. Of the well, I'm going to, I'm going to be the one doing corrections next week. I'm just, just, well, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to look it up. I had a lot of feelings about this movie. Cause like we said, it, it came out in 1995 where I was uh, for, about 14 years old and I, my, I'm going to get into the levels, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is uh, my level is, is um bike bell because um i loved this movie a lot as like a 14 year old even though these girls were a little younger it just really resonated with me i hadn't seen a movie that had like this many female characters in it i think in a long time and uh, my best friend sarah v who's been on the pod um we used to go down to to the shore in delaware and we would ride around on bikes with the bells just singing the soundtrack of this movie. It's got amazing music in it. Um, and so, yeah, I, I was obviously very excited to talk about it and it has a very special place in my childhood heart. Um, I can go. I, so my level, I think is going to be lollipop lollipop. Um, cause I know that song is not in this movie, but I think I always get this. Movie. I always imagine, um, I've seen this movie before and I always just imagine them riding bikes and talking to each other. Cause I do think a good amount of screen time is uh, given to that. And I think of songs, I guess that's more songs for the fifties, but that song was in stand by me, I think. And th- I get the two real mixed up. Like the two films are very similar. One is predominantly boys. One's predominantly girls. Um, so this is like another instance where I think the film that we've done before was um, uh, 16 Candles, where my sister, I actually watched this with Jenny L and Carl L and Annie I See You last night. And my sister was like, you've seen this once. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, I owned it and watched it like every week. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I think I've seen this once and I knew that she loved it. And I knew that people loved it and I was aware of it. And I always really liked the like older, younger, you know, like I liked all those actresses, but I was surprised at how much of this movie I totally didn't remember. I think I've only seen it once in its entirety, which I'm an oddball for a girl, like a woman my age. (laughs) Good clarification. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, My level, I'll I'll make mine lollipop as well because I'm aware of that song (laughs) and I was never aware of this movie. I've never Uh, seen it, never heard of it. Um, Oh, wow. I was also going to thinking of doing my level as the Sandlot because I'm also 
I think I was like 30 when this movie came out. Um, and same with that movie. It it just missed my age group. You were, you were not 30. It came out in 1995. But it's like both of them, I think I was a little bit too old to even be aware of. Like I only saw The Sandlight a lot like 10 years ago for the first time. Um, and once again, never heard of this one. So I'm I'm coming in with a fresh take. Nice. Now, that's very interesting because Nora L um, informed us that she loves this movie mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she had seen it and she said she told you about it, but you didn't remember. Is that what happened? I mean, it's called like now and then. It, it's not like a name that like <laughs> sticks in your brain. I mean, uh, okay. Well, I, a couple of quick things before we dive into the film. I did ask Katie and Philip to take yeah. a quiz um, to find out which character they were. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think uh, it'd be fun of our listeners guess, but we'll just, we'll just do it. Um, well, actually I didn't tell you guys mine. So I didn't you... tell you guys mine. That's true. Yeah, Philip, do you want to, you did, you did. Oh, did I? You did. <laughs> yeah. no. But okay, I won't tell if you're messing with it. It was very, Oh, wait. I was messing with you because okay. I didn't think there was a character. Oh, there was. No, no, no. Um, I oh, was you making were going a, off of sex in the city. I was making a sex in the city That's reference. That's what I thought. I, I, I was using all of the actresses' names for their characters because oh I'd my forgotten gosh. them. Um, okay, no. so wait, you didn't. Okay, well, I'll reveal that our artist, uh, our art director, is a Samantha. Oh, cool. <laughs> that makes sense. I can see Sex that. Sex in the City or? No, no, no yeah, then I don't. Samantha. No, yeah. Okay, so Katie. Are you a Roberta? Yeah. I mean, what do you think I am? I mean, why do I have to take this quiz? I'm sitting here in a like a cap and a t-shirt. <laughs> like, I like every single thing. It's like there's only one answer to this. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a Roberta. Okay. So what do you guys think? I I am. Are you a Roberta you... too? No, yeah. I am not. Are you a Samantha? I am not. I am a Chrissy DeWitt. Oh my um, gosh. Chrissy? Yeah. I don't know if I said I like Tom Hanks too much or something. <laughs> I don't know what tipped me because I had assumed. Um, Wait, did you say you wanted to make out with Tom Hanks? Because I think that was the tipping point. No, I think okay. I said I was like the se- the second level of thing. <laughs> Everyone listening at home, go do the quiz as well. We can put yeah, it we in can our link. post it yeah. on our thing. Well, do you guys know what I am? I, well, I know this because I think you've told me before. Oh, okay. My guess is teeny. I am such a teeny. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Relate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Love get it, me though. some teeny. Yeah. So uh, thank you for Which means <laughs> in Sex in the City world, I think that means you would be a Samantha. I think so. I think I but would I be But I don't know Samantha. if that squares. And, and you, you would be, more be Carrie Samantha. You would be um, the redheaded. <laughs> Woman. Miranda you're I a guess. Miranda I think I probably am yeah and I mean Phillip, you would these be are both lesbians we're talking right about. yeah because yeah I mean it, we can sort of get into this a little bit of just these four archetypes right yes. mm-hmm. uh, we were all sharing around like the the after hours video which is like a comedy thing on the, the internet um, about going into Teenage Mutant, Mutant Ninja Turtles and also yeah. like Sex in the City, uh, Seinfeld and how it all, yeah. they all have these same four characters that have the same like four humors from way yes. back in the day. Like wind, water, fire, the Captain Although Planet I think style. I'd probably be a Michelangelo if I'm a teeny, but I'm a Raphael. Yeah. Okay. Oh, interesting. It shifts. It kind well, of- well, I'm a Donatello. I'm a Donatello. I, when we were like oh, picturing wow. who- y'all were 
like I had like percentages for Bridget oh. of like, you know, 60, 40. And then Katie was all um, <laughs> Roberta. Because uh, I true. think I think I had Bridget as like, it was close. I, half teeny, half Samantha. That's about, basi- that's probably basically what true. I sort of had you at. I just um, want to be more teeny. Okay, that. so these these actresses, Rosie O'Donnell, Demi Moore, Melanie Griffith, Rita Wilson, I was fascinated, and so was my couchmate, about their ages oh, in this yeah. film. Good point. I didn't look that because, up. Because um, they look so old to me. And Still? Wilson, in that movie, they look Rita old Rita Wilson does. She looks so old. And they're all younger than I am today. <laughs> Rita Wilson was because I think yes, it's, and I think I'm having feelings about it. Yeah, I bet. I think it's well, more of the lighting on her, and she's also supposed to just had a kid. So you, she's I, having a kid. Well, she's having a kid, yeah. and then she she's having a kid, and then she has the kid. Right. So it's did just you, like, did you guys look up their ages? No. What are they? No. Okay. So, well, who do you think is the oldest? Um. This is just a quiz show now. I know. I'm so sorry. But there's so many things to quiz <laughs> no, about. I like it. Melanie like it. Griffith. Wrong. Uh, it's Rita Wilson. Is it Demi Moore? Oh, it's it's Rita Wilson. Okay. So Rita yeah. Wilson clocks in at 39 years old. Mm, okay. Okay. Then is Melanie Griffith clocking in at 38 years old. I was close. It wasn't weird. You're right. Okay. You're right. Gotcha. And then uh, Rosie O'Donnell and... And Demi Moore are the same age in this movie, which is 33 years old. Whoa. I mean, 33. I was noticing how young Demi Moore looked, actually. She did look but... young to me. Wow. And Thora Birch is 30. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, I, I also didn't. So I didn't know the person who played Chrissy, the young Chrissy DeWitt. And I also didn't know who. Thora Birch is. is this someone famous? Oh, Thora Birch. Yes. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. In, like famous. Um, American... Was she in the craft? No. No, she was in American Beauty and yes. like Ghost World. Yeah, she was in American Beauty. Like one of the Harrison Ford like Patriot games, I think. Yeah. She was kind okay. of a pretty famous young actress until maybe she was around like 18 or so. And then yeah. and then yeah. well, Ghost World might have been after. Then she kind of did like some indie stuff. Yeah. So I was just really fascinated by that because I was like mm-hmm. Wow. And um, yeah, we get into the film and we kind of get introduced through montages and through everything about who these four characters are. So, um, well, why don't you, Katie, tell us as a Roberta who you are? Oh, like who <laughs> we're going to do a summary of each of the characters. Yeah, let's just do a quick summary. Well, I do have a note because like, you know, quickly we open up on Red Rover, Red Rover, which like, yikes, we don't play yeah. that game anymore. Just yeah, it's a horrible it's game. A, it's an arm breaker. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But then like, that's the, that's the flashback. And then the flash forward, they immediately go to who plays which girl in the credits. Yeah. Which is so confusing to me because I'm like, was this based on a book? Like, why do we care already who these women are? But it's kind of like setting the stage. Yeah. And then the first scene, and because they've done that with the credits, the first, pretty much the first, or I guess it's like the second scene in this movie makes this movie pass the Bechdel test. This movie passes the Bechdel test like within two minutes. It's pretty remarkable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Roberta... Christina Ritchie slash Rosie O'Donnell um, is like, yeah, tomboy. Um, I mean, she's got, I would argue, the most tragic 
past and like yeah. situation going on. Yeah. Um, but she's kind of like the the tomboy, sporty, like I guess like no nonsense leader that then ends up growing up into uh, OBGYN, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which I completely town. forgot about until literally <laughs> the last scene of the movie. Well, yeah, totally. Well, they show you through their props, like what that they they're are. like med school and, and hers all is that a stuff. stethoscope and like yeah. a thing. You're supposed yeah, to. Pick up on that. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. And she's that. binding her boobs when we first meet her because she yes. doesn't want anybody to see her figure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Teeny is uh, grows up to be an actress. She's noted by being the only child. She's always dreaming about about being older. She's stuffing her bra. She likes fabulous things in her home. Teeny, Philip. Um, You're Chrissy. Chrissy DeWitt is a (laughs) wife and soon to be mother. (laughs) Um, That's about all I got from her. I think, do you think I, maybe you're Chrissy because you're a father now. She's a prude. I mean, she's very prudish and like uptight. I'm not describing Phil. I'm describing Chrissy. I mean, prude, uptight. Chrissy, Phil, Phil. Not a lot of fun. Like Chrissy, I don't know, we'll get into it. It it may have been, I missed some of it, but that's really what I got from her personality as an adult and as a kid. um, Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she's always the warrior. Um, a warrior, yeah. A warrior, you know. Yeah. But not and, fun. Like bossy and like sure. I don't understand why they're hanging out with Chrissy, but yeah. So Demi Moore though gets to like voice over this story. Is that because she's the author? Yeah. So is she writing this book. I mean, this is to me, like Stand By Me is the exact same. Like Richard Dreyfus is the protagonist that is writing a book. He's typing a book, so he narrates it, and it's like clearly lines from his book. Yeah. So I think that's the same device they're using, which is interesting because a lot of her narration is not necessary. I know. Like it just feels like she's reading notes from the last scene. It's like, yeah, we saw it. We just saw it. <laughs> we get I it. I think they were so impressed that she really does sound like an older Abby Hoffman or Gabby Hoffman. I keep doing that, and I'll look. Oh yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Um, that their voices sound so linked. Yeah. I, think. I mean, these women, I mean, honestly, especially Rita Wilson and what is the actress's name that plays the young Chrissy, who I looked up, she actually ha- asked and more. And she did die in oh well at some point. Um oh. yeah, I know. But they look so much alike, those two. Like, I feel like Rita Wilson and her. I think a lot of um, it's the hair. The hair's doing a lot be. of work. And like yeah. the eyebrows. Yeah. Um, but the the thing with Demi Moore is an older Gabby Hoffman, um, which I guess we should say is like she's she's I feel like painted as the person with the most currently tragic background, which like I kind of think uh, Christina Ricci gives her a run for her money. But like her sure. parents are getting divorced and it's like kind of clearly like that's the first time anybody in this town has gotten divorced. And right. I think there's even a line being like. So they say in 20 years, 50% of all Americans will be divorced. It's like, I find that hard to believe, you know? Um, And so I had a hard time with Demi Moore as an older Gabby Hoffman because of all of those actresses. I know what Gabby Hoffman looks like now, like, because of like Transparent and a lot of other movies. So I'm like, that's not old Gabby Hoffman. Gabby Hoffman is older Gabby Hoffman, you know? Oh, I see. Um, Even though like they look alike, but yeah. And spoiler to a few minutes in, but Demi Moore's daughter is actually in the movie. Yeah, that's right. She's like the little (laughs) sister, right? Rumor Willis. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, she could have played, but she was too young and she played. I can't remember the sister's name. It's like very adult sounding like Veronica or something like Beatrice. Beatrice. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we get to meet the characters. Angela Albertson. Angela. That's it. 
Um, there's a few lines in there that like, I remember from a kid, like when Christy's mom comes in and she says, canopy up, canopy down. And I remember us always like saying that. I don't know why, cause her mom is weird, mean. No, I just, I was wondering what that meant or just because it wasn't all. It wasn't perfect. Down. It wasn't sure. floofed okay. down. Yeah. yeah. That is the proper um, term. And we also get introduced to the foils of the girls who are the Wormer brothers. Right. Um, and they throw jello balloons. Um, and then Roberta runs after their bike and dives on her belly. <laughs> oh my God. She lost Not some cool. teeth in that dive. But she gets right back up. And you're like, whoa, I know. whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Every to this day, and I remember from a kid watching it, I get like a very uncomfortable feeling in my body. Like, oh, that's got to hurt. Like, really oh, bad. Man. like your knees yeah. and like your bones. But yeah, you know, she's tough. She's a Katie Long. Oh, Katie L. Oh my God. This is an anonymous podcast. This is an anonymous podcast. I'm so sorry to you and me, Shock Taylor. Well, I would say that the difference between me and Roberta and like even in like I clearly got her in that quiz, but then the description of her, the part that didn't match was like fight versus flight. And I'm a hundred percent flight. <laughs> Except for one time down Ocean City. But yeah. Yeah, I didn't um, read Katie, my description. We can talk about that later. Yeah. Wait a second. Okay. Cause I I don't know this story. Was it recently? No, no. This was like okay. right after Peace Corps. Someone. Okay. All right. Yeah. Anyway, we'll save it for our, <laughs> yeah. our fight after hours. podcast. Yeah, totally. Which we won't talk about. Um, what were you saying, Philip? Uh, no, I just, I said, I didn't read my description. I just threw oh, okay. my phone across the room. I was <laughs> mad. I got. You should be. Chrissy is the worst. Chrissy DeWitt. <laughs> She's truly the worst. Apparently I'm the worst, you know. My... You're not. I don't know the, what, the what that. The quiz doesn't lie. Quiz don't, quiz, quiz quiz don't, don't lie. lie. Quiz don't lie. <laughs> so the girls go to the diner and they're talking about this treehouse they're going to buy. It's sort of, sort of the pinnacle of their friendship and it's going to be this place that they can meet and have girl time. And the reason I wanted you to take a quiz too is because they're taking this Cosmo quiz in the restaurant and as a oh, teenager right. i took about 300 million of these quizzes yeah. in ym mm-hmm. magazine totally and that's how i met my husband you guys um <laughs> because it told me who my type was and who i was gonna marry oh my god said his actual name yeah it did yeah it social security number it was everything yeah. they're accurate everything. they're accurate um and at this scene when they're in that diner are we there yet? yeah this is yeah. this is definitely sex in the city i was like did sex in the city watch this and like it's very yeah. it's it's trippy it's but when cool. did sex in the city come out uh, maybe like around this time sex like and the city oh yeah am i saying sex in the city no i i maybe i i oh, do yeah. it's not um i don't know like 99 it was before 2001 oh, okay 98 to 2004 all right well maybe it was a precursor I'm telling you, it's just based on the four humors. It's all yeah, like literature is, yeah. and movies throughout history. If there's four people, it's this. You're right. You're right. It's all been done before. Um, we get to the first graveyard scene, which is a bum, seance bum, bum. about little dear Johnny. I remembered <laughs> this from my childhood, but not as much. I think I'd blocked all the dear Johnny part out from my memory. Um because they're obsessed with what happened to this little kid. I'm obsessed this... that his name is Dear Johnny. Like, I get that that was just what was written on the yeah. tombstone. and then, But they say it like it's his name. And I, know. I know. It's stuck in I my get... crawl. I know. And it's funny. Not funny. It's like, I, they treat it like it's something from like the 1700s. But 
Right. Family still lives in the town. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe calm down. <laughs> like, it's pretty there's, traumatic. Yeah, there's a lot of like weird time stuff in here. Like, so this takes place in 1970, and they're talking about things that happened maybe just like 18 years before that, which, by the way, if we can't subtract 18 years from today, it's like 2002 or whatever. Yeah. I know. And yeah, that just crazy. upsets me a lot. Yeah, right. Because I no, just it is feel strange. like the world was so different between 1940 and 1970. And the world yeah. wasn't as different between 2000 and 2021. But what do I know? Maybe I'm just old and I don't know anything. I think it's computers. It's just speeding yeah. shit up. Yeah, that's Agreed. Um, and and the plot, I, I do wonder how much of this movie was like very purposely borrowed from Stand By Me because that's kind of like the plot that drives Stand By Me as well is like they're trying to find this like missing kid and stuff and like, mm. yeah, I don't know. It was very, very Stand By Me-ish. But I don't want to miss, like I know that we talked about Chrissy's mother for a second, but it's Bonnie Hunt and she's like my favorite person ever. Like, oh, oh. my gosh, so I love Bonnie Hunt. And I feel like her comedy in this, like what does she do at some point? She's like, boom, ah. That's what sex is to me. I don't know. It was just like so funny. I love her. What I'm else has she been in? Oh, man. Like the Bonnie Hunt show. Is that what and... it's called? <laughs> yeah. She has something called the Bonnie She's Hunt show comedian. that I used to really like. She's, yeah. Like Jerry Maguire and like. Uh, and, and like. Tw- Jumanji. Uh, cheaper gotcha. by the dozen. Yeah. But she's like a very like Second City, right? Or like or yeah. the Groundlings, maybe. I don't know. She's just she's, she's just an fabulous. improviser who became everyone's mom. Totally. Gotcha. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> And she was a nurse. She was a cancer nurse for like a long time before while she was taking Aww. classes while she's a nurse, which I think is awesome. Women can't go to school. Right. So we get introduced in the graveyard to what I always call is like the home alone grandpa. Oh my yeah. God. Like, it's the same guy. It's not, but it is. I right? know, it's but like it is sort of like misunderstood older man who only comes out at night in a trench coat and he's terrifying. Yeah. He's terrifying. Yeah, creepy Pete or Crazy Pete? Crazy or... Pete, I think. Crazy I Pete. think they call him Crazy Pete. Yeah, he should be called Creepy Pete though, because I don't know why <laughs> yeah. he's crazy. Yeah, but I don't he think creepy. he's been crazy. He's. Well, I think they're calling him crazy because he only comes out at night, but that's also yeah. creepy. So he's fact. He is creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's misunderstood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, we the the next scene I have is Sam at home. And the wind is blowing dramatically and then it stops suddenly. And then um, they, we get to see kind of this like fun, like communication pattern between the oh, girls, yeah. which I loved as a kid. So it's a bell string to Roberta's house and then a flashlight to Teenie's house and then a CB radio to Chrissy's house. And so they all can like communicate with each other. This was like the dream, right? Yeah, is like pretty to cool. have like a tin can to your friend's house and now we just all have cell phones but yes it is totally the dream remember in drive me crazy like those two could like talk through their windows yeah that was like yeah that was the dream everybody loved that in the in the early days of life um so then they go back to the graveyard again just moments later oh right and um the dear johnny grave has been opened yeah, because Roberta trips on it or somebody trips on it. I thought somebody trips on it and falls on that. And I thought the weight of them busted through it. And I was like, that is it's so unrealistic. But cheap it stone, was, cheap yeah. stone. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, I don't think that dear Johnny's father had the money to pay for a, a nice gravestone for both of his relatives. Yeah, that's, that's a big expense. Yeah. It's a big expense. 
always get granite. I live across the street from a uh, That's right. cemetery. Oh, right. And uh, everyone's buying these marble headstones and they just don't last then. Now, well, Philip, God. Well, I was just going to ask if you and Nora L and your child and dog ever just go hang in the graveyard, like around. We, we walk there often. Um, Inside? Yeah. I mean, because it's like, a, yeah. Anyway. Huge, I like, d- there's like paths and stuff yeah. there. Yeah. It's like a good way to cut to the like Falls Road too. Yeah, but it's just yeah. I don't know. We I'm shot not... we shot shadows of the pagoda there. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> For all of our listeners who are big fans of Shadows of the Pagoda, you'll recognize the graveyard across yeah. from Philip Elves. And perfect look, new neo noir. Yeah. Right. And as we were filming there, somebody else was walking through the graveyard. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say somebody was being buried. No, that, like, but but here's my question and Phil, maybe you can weigh in on this. Like I was watching it and I think it was Carl L's comment where it's like, why is all this work being done at night in a graveyard? Like they're like moving, like moving stuff. And like, but I feel like they do do work at night in graveyards or maybe they used to a lot just to kind of not disturb the visitors. And, and also why is it called the graveyard shift? If people don't work at night in a graveyard, I didn't look at That's it true. Maybe. I know. Maybe. I mean- Good question. I think you've cracked it's, it. Is that it? You know? Like, do they work nights at graveyards? And that's like, I on think purpose? we should Google that's, it or never yeah. Google it. Either way. <laughs> yeah. Either we'll way. Do one or the other. We promise. Katie cracked it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the girls decide they need to go to Greenfield to look up more information about Dear Johnny because they can't get it at their home library. Right. And right. oh, um, yeah. Right. They're, they're riding bikes there. And here's the thing though, Chrissy is like, really like, we can't ride our bikes that far. And she's just the one that she's kind of painted. I, I gotta say, I'm not, I'm not a fan of like the kind of slight and not so slight fat shaming that they do to that actress and Chrissy throughout the show. It's like, "Mm, this isn't like cool. Um, and, but like, she's all worried because she's like, we can't ride our bikes that far. Then glimpse to the scene of them riding their bikes. And she's like, for sure in the front, like. Sure. everybody's drafting off of Chrissy like she can she can handle it they also don't go that far because the wormers rode their bikes know, almost as far I know exactly I don't know how far it is it's at least two miles if not a hundred miles We're yeah not, <laughs> somewhere between two and a hundred miles yeah totally so you see a mile marker at some point that it's yeah two miles um and so they they spend a lot of time in this movie playing truth or dare which yeah. is a very sort of childhood thing to do um and you know, we learned that Teeny stuffs her bra with pudding balloons. Oh yeah, and right. like I guess I'm just that's not not a bad idea. So if anybody's yeah. feeling if you're like gonna they do it, want to do that? It could be an interesting thing to try. Um, no, so, are you, yeah. Are y'all curious about uh, the graveyard shift? Of yes. course. I've got half an answer. Um, so the graveyard shift isn't because they were digging graves at night. It's because they would sometimes bury live people. And so they would often tie strings oh, with bells bell. on them. Oh. And during the day, everyone was always listening for these bells, but there were people whose sole job at night was to listen to bells. And that's, that's right. the one that was called the graveyard shift. Oh, um, interesting. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. You'll, you'll get the also, second half of your question later. What the frick? Yeah, I knew the bell thing. I did know that, and I forgot because it. I think I buried it deep in my mm, brain. Sure, because it's just scary. Yeah, and like, yeah. are you when you wake up and you've been buried alive? Are you like ring the bell? 
or is there like a sign that says like ring me if you're awake? Like how do oh, you that's find, a good question. How do you find the string in the dark? I think the coffins used to it they, used to be kind of near your head, right? Tied to your finger. Is what tied. Said. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. So if you wake up and you're just like, what am I doing in a grave? And they would Can you imagine up. if you went to a viewing of somebody, a relative, and they had a string tied to their <laughs> finger? Because you well, knew later. Sure well, that's just in case that. they don't, not dead, you know. I know. What if we just double check? That's what the strings for, <laughs> they man. Don't tie the string till after the viewing. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> They're not like, just like, tie the string now. Do they we'll still? Oh, man. I don't know. Do we have any um undertakers who listen to this podcast there must have been i mean like mischievous kids right like these little tom sawyers and huck Finns that were running around how i know i said sawyer in a real <laughs> you did but also those examples are just <laughs> i'm just saying i was trying to think of little scamps from like the olden <laughs> days how many kids were going around ringing bells you know like in graveyards to just mess with people it's a good question right yeah and, 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 and at what point was it like a day when they were like now we know when people are dead take the bell away because like, the they away. weren't dead before they are now but, yeah right like and yikes for those people sorry you like came post bell but like before they actually knew if you were <laughs> dead or not oh man <laughs> post bell uh, <sighs> so also are, are we at okay, the point anyway. where they get Sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, there's a lot that happens in this movie that has nothing to do with plot or story necessarily. It's just more about, I think, watching these girls grow up together, right? And kind of like, what is their friendship? So I'm thinking like in the same vein, it's like the bird pooping on Chrissy's head. Oh, yeah. Like how they all react to that. and Totally. And then they go swimming in the pond and Roberta fakes her death. And we learned that she's like done it before. Right. But man, and the movie is just so interesting because I like I knew that it wasn't real or rather you see them later. Right. Right. You know, that she doesn't die. You know, that she doesn't die. Right. But then you also know that, like, I've seen the movie before, but I'm like, man, this music is really misdirecting me. Like it turns into a different movie for like a full minute. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There and later in the storm drain, you're like. Oh my God, these little kids are going to die. And I think, I don't know when um, My Girl comes out, which is another movie we should watch, but that traumatized me because, spoiler, a child does die in a traumatic way. And you're like, yeah, whoa, like I didn't think that was going to happen. There's yeah. some darkness to it. Yeah. Totally. But no, I, I definitely had a note that this movie, you know, had was good at the nostalgia, but I mean, they, I think I typed in bad at story, but it's just, they don't care yeah. about story. Yeah. It's not, it's not what they're here for. That's right. I don't think it's about story at all. I think it's about a time capsule Yeah. and you know, whoever the director is this, is this a um, Penny Marshall movie? Is it really? Mm-hmm. No, it, um, I just feel, I didn't like recognize the name, but it, this it's uh Leslie Linka Gladder. Okay. Uh, she's this is really the only movie she's done, but she's li- literally directed every single TV show you've seen. Oh, um, like really great ones as well. Um, like well, who I know this movie. Uh, like I feel like whatever it is, they were like having this nostalgia to their childhood, right? And it was like this is the world. This is what the world was like before we got into 1995, which is now terrible. <laughs> it's I, I I Marlene King who's known for this, 
Pretty Little Liars. Mm-hmm. Pretty really Little Liars, the Perfectionists. Okay. And yeah. Okay. So some teen things. Yeah. And then we get to the scene that Kat mentioned, which is the wormer swimming naked um, in the watering hole, which is a lot of naked young boy screen yeah, time. Yeah, not, not sure they're, they're filming that scene nowadays. <laughs> um, I don't think so, but I will say this, that like, it, 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 I don't know how to say this because it's sounding creepy, but I'm just going to say it. It's mildly refreshing that the gaze is on the boy's and you know I, I mean? thought you meant the gays. <laughs> you know, they got a case of the gays. <laughs> yeah, you know I know what you mean. mean the G A Z E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that the it's about it's from the That's female's true. perspective. They're yeah. empowered, you know. And I think this was kind of like new, <laughs> but that they're also kids, and kids do kid things. Sure. Um. So I At- don't know. In line with that, I want to say, does this movie pass the reverse Bechdel test? And uh, when is there going to be a movie for me? Um, it probably <laughs> doesn't, though. I mean, it's interesting in that it's probably one of the few movies that we've done yeah, that. It's like the only one. Doesn't, right? <laughs> oh my God. To think I will does. name all the movies that we watched, 67 of them that <laughs> are for you, Philip, starting with Point Break. They should all be for me. I, I've been reading a lot of like Reddit chains and that's what i've learned is everything should all be for me (laughs) i love it um so on the way they they okay so they are soaking wet but they make it to the library and we learn a few things at the library one is that newspapers are stored in big old books but two they find roberta finds her mother's obit not obituary but like news article Right. Yeah. Because I was saying like, who puts this in an obituary? And then I was corrected by Nora. I was like, I, I think this is just like the like police who, report who, sort of yeah. article. Is it the police report or did somebody take it upon themselves to write an article <laughs> this way and describe this woman's death in like the most graphic way I've right. ever yeah. like, heard read out loud? Like it was nuts. Yeah. And then, and she didn't know this, right? She later, you kind of get it the sense of right. Like she didn't, I think her father said like, oh, she died really quickly. I, maybe she knew she died in a car accident, but it's like, oh, it was like real quick, no pain. Angels are angels were there. Right. So this is a very intense, but like, of course, this is an intense way to find out. Cause like no death has ever been described like this. (laughs) It was just so graphic and like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, like articles. Blood was everywhere. Yeah. It was kind of, it reminded me of the articles, and I don't know if Belize is the same, but in Honduras, like, you know, blood is everywhere in the newspaper. Like, a a picture of a car accident is a picture of a car accident. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, and maybe it's kind of described like that, too, I guess. But it's just like, it kind of reminded me of, like, that verbally, what Mm. you would, how he would describe those pictures. Yeah. Yeah, and so she's she has this traumatic experience there. I mean, her friends are there for her. Um, and they also read just a tiny blurb about Dear Johnny, not very much, um, where they learned that just that he died, right? That's it. Well, and the pages are ripped out. Oh, right? the pages it makes it, are ripped it makes out. it like more of a mystery. Right. Bum, bum, bum. But the stakes are very low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then on the way home, they run into Brendan Fraser. Yeah. I think this is just there to remind us that Vietnam is also like happening in a parallel yeah. way, but it is so 
wow. It's a strange like, scene. Really strange. And like, thankfully, the way that Brendan, f- correct me if you guys feel differently, but I feel like the way that Brendan Fraser plays this, it's non-threatening. Like, I'm never worried about those girls. But like, sure. if you zoom out, you're like, whoa, like, get away. Like, what is going on? Like, I, I don't know. Like, he the the actual on paper description is like not great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we're back in the neighborhood and um, we're at Sam's house. And this is just like the whole grandma subplot of this movie <laughs> is so confusing to me. Oh, man. I don't know Although, why. Anytime they can shoehorn Cloris Leachman Cloris into a Leachman. movie, they, you know, it's Amazing. green greenlit. Green can we just talk about her name for just a second, though? <laughs> can we just Leachman? break it down for one second? Cloris is a name. <laughs> Yeah, Leachman, because you remember when people were named for their thing, like I'm a blacksmith. Like <laughs> if you're man. a leech man, like are you yeah. literally just like the person doctor. Or was oh. were they the collector of leeches? Could be right, like the scat man <laughs> <laughs> who just collected the- scats <laughs> around town. Oh, this is a raccoon. I'm the scat man. Definition of scat. Oh, oh yeah yeah not animal feces so grandma comes over to sam's house Gra- sam's mom you know doesn't want to see grandma i was confused in the scene whether it was the mom's mom or i the was too mom. yeah it was not clear I, I we learn later it's the mom's mom right i think I thought so. we learned later it was the dad's mom but i i also I <laughs> okay i was confused about it. um and so they hide and I don't, I, I don't think that that scene was important, but what do I know? And uh, then we go to, well, they Ms. find, don't they find more information in her attic? Yeah. Not yet. Oh, oh, oh. Cause this is when the grandmother's at their house. Then later right. they oh, go. Oh, to I see. Sorry. House. I was at the, got it. Yeah. But Never first mind. they go visit a mystic palm reader. Janine Garofalo. That's right. The waitress. <laughs> she has a mullet and she says there's a spirit there and tells them they need to talk to somebody who was alive when dear johnny was alive who's everybody but them in the town like it right like 10 years ago yeah that's right (laughs) yeah um and so that's that's what happens later but first uh we we do a couple of other things we take a break and we play softball which (laughs) At this point, Annie was like, or I think my sister was like, are there only four girls in this town? Like, is everybody else a boy? Oh, um, maybe. That's you know, like there's not really a, a lot of the girls. And so they play. Um, yeah. I mean, I have a note that's like this. This movie is like a suburban 60s kids montage with like bikes taking you from scene to scene. You know what right. I mean? It's just kind of right. like oh, yeah. baseball, Vietnam. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and then I, I, at some point we get the line, girls can't play softball, which is like <laughs> so funny to me because it's why it's invent like girls can't literally can't play baseball. Like they're not allowed. <laughs> and that's why there's softball, right? Like it's just like such an interesting, that was so funny anyway. Yeah. And then they get into a fist fight, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, we have the kid who's like the chunk of this movie who yells. Oh well, yeah, me, right. Mean chunk, you know, like generic uh, bully. Oh wait, but the kid who's yelling "fight." 
he didn't start. Oh, oh no, no, no. that kid. Yeah, no, no, there's no, no. like the mean the, kid on the, the kid fence. on the fence. Right. Yeah. Sure. There's like generic nice chunk who's yelling fight, and then he yells yeah. it again, and um, you know, then Sam stands up for Roberta. It's kind of clear that like Sam and Roberta are better friends, and Chrissy and Teeny are better friends. But that's not <laughs> what the movie has you believe, right? Because the no, movie is like what the movie has you believe. No, the movie is like Teeny and Sam are best friends, and Roberta and Chrissy are best friends. Oh, you're right. But okay. that has is such a big question for me. <laughs> because like after I think it was like after Roberta drowns, doesn't drown, fake drowns, and Chrissy saves her and she's like, You're my best friend. It's like you you're are right. You're I feel right. like you two don't even talk to each other. That that dynamic, I mean, they're the ones that stay in the town. So like sure, that makes sense. Mm. But as kids, like I totally agree with you. Mm. But honestly, I feel like it's because like Sam and Roberta are a little more like grounded. Right. And Teeny and Chrissy are just like in the moon. Yeah. <laughs> I can live in the moon. <laughs> that is true. So, um, you know, then the next couple of scenes, we see the kids like in their own families and in their own worlds. We have Sam, whose mom has been dating Hank Azaria uh, yeah. for the first yeah. time. Yeah. The- totally. This is uh, the first date. Yeah. At their house having dinner. Yep. Oh my god! Always good to meet the kids early. And you know? in truth, maybe this is how things were done in the seventies. Like maybe people just like didn't get yeah. it. But it's yeah, that is I such so. a huge faux pas now. And that woman, that the, actress, you get the impression they had been talking beforehand. Like they knew sure. each other on a date. Yeah, totally. Right. right. It's a that small actress town is from with the film Four Girls. You know, it's true. That actress <laughs> is from the film JFK, which I used to watch. I did. So my when my sister was watching now and then i was watching jfk uh oliver stone's JFK. did she play uh jackie k jackie Onassis. no um john f jackie, jackie ko she played um oh, she, no no she she played like a waitress that was like an informant <laughs> oh. waitress number two kind was, of yeah. she was she was in it but like the whole time i'm like how do i know this person and then my mm. brother-in-law looked it up Wait a second. Was Janine Garofalo the waitress in the diner in this movie? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> Wait, oh. Did you know Bridget. that? Though? I mean, when I saw this movie oh. for the first time, I was like, yeah, that's Janine Garofalo. I think Garofalo. I was taking notes. Okay. I well, she was it. the waitress and the psychic. Is that what you mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize she was the waitress, too. Yeah. It was the same character. Not like... Same character. Yeah, I know she it's was. It's not like a Scooby Doo situation. Sisters, yeah. <laughs> right, like they couldn't afford another actress, so they're like, "You're yeah. gonna play two characters." They're totally. good at playing surly, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and then Teeny's up on her roof watching a movie because her parents are having like a sex party downstairs. Yeah, they're kind of portrayed as like, I guess, swingers. swingers. Like, or just kind of, she's, it's just kind of neglect. Like her story is a story of neglect, right? right. Yeah. Um, they all have kind of like challenging parents, I guess, but this is pretty cool. Like I, I wonder, can she hear the movie or she's just seeing it? I think she's just seeing it. That's a bummer. Cause on a drive-in you have to like turn your radio on. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Now she might be close enough to get the frequency of the cool. radio. I mean, it'd part- be pretty rad. Yeah. For then sure. some just have like the that may be a newer thing with the radio. I think back in the day you would there was posts with like a little oh, radio. Those posts. Those, yeah, that's right. That's oh right. God. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, so she nightmare. couldn't hear it. You guys know what movie she was watching? Love Story, right? My no? uh, 
I believe so. Because I, I was watching this yeah. with my parents, actually. Oh, nice. Um, John S. and Gail S. Shout out. Um, yeah. And I think my mom knew it. And well, it, she guessed love story. Annie guessed love story. I think it's, I think that's well, true. I, I think my mom knew it for certain. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know. I think uh, Annie knew it for certain. <laughs> okay, you guys. Do you want to fight? Yeah. I think Gail S. and Annie I see you want to fight. Is what like, it sounds like. We need, we need Chunk to, you know, call <laughs> exactly. it, be fight. the ref. Oh, my God. So, and Roberta is playing basketball by herself. And then Devin Sawa comes in. Also, did you guys know who that actor is? Yeah, no. like from Casper, right? Yeah. My Devin Sawa? Is it? Not. My but, couchmate thought I'd made that name up. Oh, I know. It does sound laid up. I mean, he was in all, speaking of YM and Team Beat Magazine, he was oh, like yeah. all over it. Tiger I never quite beat. got it. I mean. I never got it, but like, <laughs> I I mean, I like Andrew Keegan, like I got some of them, but in this movie, I do think he's quite like cute and nice and like a kid that you would want to hang yeah. out with. He seems. Yeah, he's a cute. Nice I kind of got it more now than I did. Same. Um, same kid i think so um my I next note really is liked blonde blonde children he was like i couldn't see him where's his face <laughs> that, like too wait was he casper yeah i think so because christina okay. ricci and him like were in two that's movies right. together that's oh right. well which um, i think they hooked up during this movie oh that was a little fact i read off, um off screen you mean off screen yeah. okay because they did yeah. on screen. Yeah. I think this that just happened in. on Phil screen. Watched the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to say in the little quiz for who, which character we were, it said like asked us which uh, teen beat star yeah. we wanted. I think they were all like blondies though. You yeah, know? I know. I picked Jonathan Taylor Thomas, but oh, yes, yeah. they were. He's kind I... of like a light, dirty blondie. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did Leo. Um, oh, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. He's That's why choice. you're a Chrissy. <laughs> That is, that is probably why know. you're Chrissy. Yeah. I don't know. It was I like, don't know. I have no R- idea what the River algorithms Phoenix, are. And I forget who the other one was. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gosh, who was it? Yes, you're right. No, we got them all. Devin Sawa. River oh, I don't think. It, yeah, I forget. No, Devin was Sawa. Was Devin Sawa one was. of them? He was. Yeah. Yep. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. River so Phoenix. If you're playing at home, choose your favorite and we'll tell you yeah. who you should be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my next note is I hate one-on-one basketball. <laughs> oh, do you have to be good at basketball to like it? Like I'm not that good at basketball. And I'm just like, when people want to play one-on-one basketball, I'm like, let's just play horse. Like, please. Like it just yeah. feels like, isn't one-on-one basketball always horse? <laughs> no, or it's a fight. Um, yeah, cause it it's just becomes, fight. it's very, oh, it's physical, you know, one-on-one football. Like what? This yeah. was their foreplay, you guys. Yeah. I get it. Um, also, these eyes were was playing during the song, which I just love. This the music in this movie. Oh, is so yeah, cool. they had the an music insane awesome. music budget. Yeah, and he asked he asked for her consent to kiss yeah. her. No, I I, think, I mean this seems okay, really sweet. There's a debate I think in in the larger world about this. Like some people say, like I just want to be kissed because it's romantic. Oh yeah, and then there's like consent, and then there's like so I'm like. I think it was really nice that he asked her. He wasn't sure. Totally. Of course, she kind of puts up a little front about it. I'm like, but, and then the weirdest part of the end of that whole thing is they're like, and that's the day she stopped binding her boobs. And it's like, come on, like, just let her do what she wants. Yeah. And like, 
was it him? I don't know. I guess it was. Yeah. I forgot about that line. It was an unnecessary yeah. clunker of a line. And it was Demi Moore saying it. And you're like, get out of here, Demi Moore. This is <laughs> yeah. not your story. Stop creeping around here, Demi Moore. Why are you watching this, Demi Moore? <laughs> now I know who the creepy one is. Yeah. You know? Creepy Demi. Creepy Demi. So then Sam and Teeny, the real friends of the movie, have a heart to heart about their families and, um, you know, decide to fat shame Chrissy once again. Well, she's not there. You mean? I know. And I I had to note that's like, this is probably realistic, but I don't like watching it. Girls can be mean. So can totally. But anyway, uh, Teeny gives Sam a bracelet from her necklace and then they, but they're, they're, they've broken into what the hardware store to like sit in the treehouse. Oh, right. Yeah. No. Why do they need to buy this, you know, for like $126, whatever it is? Because they could hang out in it all the time. <laughs> I know. It's not theirs officially. And you saw what Chrissy did. She decorated it so nicely. Sure, sure, sure. Backyard. I wanted a treehouse. We had like this. It wasn't really a treehouse. It was like a little shed on top of our swing set as a kid. And it, But it's magical when you're a kid. You're like, it is neat. This one is away. like a, kind of like a tiny house. Like the color yeah. scheme is wild. It's insane. It that is. That yeah. house in it's my so, backyard here in San Diego would cost $1.1 million. It would. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, and it's so well insulated. That's what I was thinking about, Bridget, what you're describing is like tree houses like aren't so like enclosed. Yeah. Like, I guess like a clubhouse, you know, you call it like, like Little Rascals Clubhouse, but it still has like missing floorboards and stuff. Right. Like, this is like a full on. It's like a home. Well, they, a kitchen. They bought it from Sears, you know. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. has like a guest room. Um, <laughs> and so they ride home in a torrential downpour. Oh, my gosh. And I have some thoughts. OK, go on. <laughs> No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm just, I'm a stormwater specialist. Yeah. And... Oh my gosh. I can't wait to hear. Oh yeah. Wait, you think yeah. it come now or, or later in the stormwater specialist now. section? We, no, we, we can talk about it now. It's, I mean, yeah. it's just, there's a lot of dumb shit that goes on in this. Um, a, like water doesn't just like flow into these grates and then just sit around as it slowly fills up. It's like flowing. Right, because then it would just... Over- over- what would be the point of it okay like, but it sometimes just- don't they don't those storm drains overflow i've yeah, seen they, that they get clogged and they stuff get like clogged that. Yeah. i feel like the same storage jade that overflows like she might not fit down right and then you know I mean? but there's also it's dangers with trash. that as then once they eventually get unclogged or there can be sort of pressure and stuff like that um they can actually have suction to it and like pull you in storm drains are crazy dangerous um now, especially in all this rain we're getting if if Be i careful. were to which i never in my wildest dreams climb into a storm drain oh mm-hmm. my god i just but like would it look like that is it that open yeah a lot of times um because i mean i was sort of shitting on it earlier but they do have space to sort of contain this and hold a little bit of water before it like flows in they're usually big old bricked in spaces and i mean they're like under baltimore there's huge tunnels and stuff like that mm. um i mean they're gross because it's they're filled with all the nasty stuff and are they of- filled with like fat birds and stuff yeah what did you are. say fat birds fat what are you saying fat bird <laughs> you haven't heard this term what are it's you talking a, about it's a collection of just fat from cooking and uh, sort of wet wipes that people flush and down hair the toilet. And wet uh, wipes. Just a oh, people. Oh God! I wish toilet I didn't paper know that. and stuff that comes out of your body is the only thing that should be going in your toilet. 
Because people put wet wipes down there and they never disintegrate. And then it's like fat and wet wipes make these. Where is the fat coming from? Cooking. And people are, it's, it's cause you know, it goes down, people pour it down their drains and then you have fat from your kitchen drain drain. and wipes from your bathroom drain and they form a perfect union. And then they roll and they collect like hair and fat. And anyway, if you want to be grossed out, just Google fatbergs. I am grossed out. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna throw up. Whoa! But if I okay. didn't want to climb in a storm drain because of rats and just terrifying things, otherwise a fat a fatberg rolling by and scooping you up. Yipes! Would do it. <laughs> we Yikes. we actually know someone who dresses up as like a fatberg every year for Halloween. <laughs> who do I know this person? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Sheila. Oh my God. That doesn't oh, surprise Sheila. me. Good old Sheila. Yeah. yeah. Sheila M. Sheila M. Amazing. Anyways, yeah. Gross. Storm drains that is so are gross. fascinating, but they're gross places and they're very yeah. dangerous. Stay out of them. So if you and fell like- in one as a child, could an old man from the town open the other thing? Lift up the manhole? Lift up the manhole and get well, you out. Yeah. I mean, you'd be gone but you'd be gone and drowned you'd just be swept away yeah you're you're be there's water that's pushing out of there you're gonna be swept away right but it's I mean, the whole point that we get out of like yeah, to, to get the water exactly. out of there so yeah. i don't know what because the way that this movie looks like it you want to be just like just wait it'll float you to the top and you well, can swim all, out <laughs> why was she messing with this huge heavy like manhole cover right when there's a huge grate they crawled in to get in there that, right? that wasn't suddenly get her, blocked or get anything. her poncho and that's the thing with gabby hoffman you're like well what was your plan to get out like right, she ever jump up. ever was it and like yeah and then you know there's more of that necklace to go around you don't need the beads at one point <laughs> it just really seemed like it the movie you know that oh part yeah of, I, it you know. really it really got yeah. creepy it's creepy and again i think we know the stakes and we know what happens is that she lives. So <laughs> it's almost like, no, yeah. I don't know. Um, so then like creepy Pete is like hugging them and they're like, Oh, now we understand you creepy Pete. Cause we were stupid. Um, anyway, then they're fine. And the next scene is them painting the garage door and the boys come by and Roberta is like, Hey, Devin Sawa, you're not so bad. They have like a little Just moment. And I think Devin Sawa looks like Reese Witherspoon. Okay. <laughs> I'm here for that. Yeah. You don't have an argument for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> great. It's not like you wanted one, but you're not getting one. And then they go to grandma's house. They go back to Cloris okay. Leachman's house. <laughs> she yeah. like serves them all lemonade with alcohol or something. I assume. Yeah. I think Just so. So fast. It's so weird. Oh God, what do you so think great. this scene is about? Like, I think it's about that grandma is going off to do something nefarious. I think Be- she's going to gamble. Right. Yeah. Right. Like okay. bingo, just playing bingo. But yeah, I think, <laughs> but I know what you mean. It's played in such a weird manic way. Like, I guess they were like earlier than she thought. And like she was snorting like, coke and then she yeah. jumped in a yeah. convertible and she was going to murder somebody. <laughs> Annie was like, she is doing amphetamines. Like, Cloris right? Leachman is on cocaine. <laughs> That's what I thought. She's like vacuuming and, and if, cleaning up. And if we and got a medical still. opinion on it, yeah. then I believe That's it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Put it in the books. So then they stay there at grandma's house, though, to break into her attic which always reminds me of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation when he gets stuck in the attic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Largest. Do you guys have like an attic in your house and is it full of old memorabilia? I don't. We, like my current house? Yeah. Do you? 
I don't we think have an attic in our like back garage that has like a creepy cutout of Santa Claus in it. Um, <laughs> we have an attic at work that has all these like weird blueprints and well, it used to have all these. Do you squirrel think poop. our generation and the one after us are going to like store memorabilia the way that previous generations did? Probably yeah, not because everyone... of digit- digitization, yeah. right? True. Well, maybe not. Maybe not as maybe... much paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think eventually people are going to find out that like digital stuff can like break down just yeah. like other stuff and they better print out hard copies. Yeah. Definitely. So we're going to like swing back around again, you think? I think we'll just have both. It's it's you can't rely just on digital. Yeah. I just stuff. don't feel as an, an attachment. Like I have these albums, you know, from this time period in my life, these photo albums, right. That are like, and I'm like, eh, if my digital pictures disappear, well, I'll just make more. I don't know. It's weird. It's a very weird, mm-hmm, maybe because mm-hmm. I'm just like everything that happened from 2000 to 2021 is the same. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, I do have in, in somewhat a similar vein. Like in, my next note is like every addict or every building in this movie is just filled with old newspapers like what so are the many. chances the that they could go up hazard yeah i know and find like an op-ed like find the exact article and i fully expected robota roberta to Robota-ed. find robota to find yet another terrible article about her mother <laughs> robota it's like even worse it's like yeah. <laughs> it's more detailed Pigeons more ate one of her eye. oh my god here's a sample of her blood yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they they learn though that uh, little Johnny, dear Johnny, was shot, and that and him and his mom. Um, yeah, this is horrific. Like yeah. it's funny. It's not funny. Like on paper, what this movie is describing and portraying is terrible. Yeah. The tone is a totally different lollipop lollipop tone. <laughs> but the content, I get what you're saying now. Yeah, the yeah, content is a horror movie. Yeah, I mean, dark. it's upsetting. I don't, I didn't remember, like you said, Katie, like a lot of what I remembered about this movie was them riding bikes to happy music. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's a lot of this movie. <laughs> there's a lot of death in this movie. Okay, yeah. here's a hot take. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it. I'm still clinging to this theory, even though it sort of got sh- shot down. But oh, I was, before he said who he was, I was mm-hmm. thinking that Crazy Pete was the guy who shot them. Oh, yeah. And I still yeah. sort of think he is. And you just well, like, well, I can't admit I, this. Or doesn't really half the town be. think that he's the father, right? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, which is so dark. I mean, oh my God. Like the whole thing, like, come on. That is a whole different movie if it's told yeah. from his perspective. I know. Um, like the darkest movie that's ever existed. But, but doesn't, isn't the thing that half the town does believe that he killed his kid and wife? No, I don't. I didn't get that. I yeah. I don't know. Oh, they just think he's weird. (laughs) I misread everything. Which is also mean to like make somebody weird because their family died. Because he's like most people don't want to see me. It's like why wouldn't they all come and rally around you? This was terrible. I don't. It's a horrible town. But then the and then the op-ed that Sam's grandfather wrote was so weird. Is like things are not what they seem. I thought he was. I thought he was defending him. I don't know. I totally thought that he. Everybody blamed. I him have for their no deaths. idea what you're talking about. <laughs> That's Although, the article they find yeah. in the attic that Sam's grandfather wrote. That's amazing. And knowing op-ed. the times, like I'm sure he then veered over into like some diatribe about foreigners and stuff oh, like totally. that. Oh, <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then even Chrissy has this line of like, if it's that Selbyville is safe or Shelby or whatever they live in. It's like, if it's this bad here, imagine what it's like out there. Oh, right. Yeah. So terrible. Uh, um, I didn't, I didn't realize that that's who wrote the article. There's a lot, but I mean, it's a, it's a big device to get the girls to rally together to say, no matter what, if they need Mm -hmm. each other, they will meet up now. Roberta breaks a mirror, we shouldn't say, Um, in Cloris Leachman's attic. It's rough. That's how Cloris Leachman dies. Is the reason they got together in 1995 because Chrissy was having a baby? I think, right? That's all the only reason I can see. They don't say it. I mean, is it like why is Demi Moore chain smoking so much about that? It's because they're doing an intervention for Samantha's. smoking <laughs> so much smoking <laughs> so bad oh, for you yeah the whole line where he's like i guess i picked the wrong day to sm- quit smoking cigarettes totally. of course i thought of airplane of like oh guess yeah I quit so did, the wrong so day did my s- couch yeah. stop sniffing glue <laughs> yeah yeah totally like you uh, can't say that in a movie anymore it's it's airplanes yeah exactly mm. but i thought that I thought, yes, I thought that the whole pact, wait, what is the pact? We'll always be able to call each other. What's the pact? It's like, uh, if one of us needs at the rest of us, then we'll drop everything no matter what and come together. So Chrissy knew that her husband was going to be doing a root canal during her pregnancy. And she's like, I mm-hmm. need three yep. women. I need these three people. Yeah. Here. And one of I them think- is my obstetrician. So of course she'll be there. But is she her <laughs> obstetrician? Or I think. I get- also, yeah. delivers the baby. It's a also, small ass town. They I don't, don't have know. More Do you pick your friend to be your obstetrician? No, I think you try not to, but That's it is bad. a small town. Okay. Well. And they have that baby like during the day. Like there's windows. I know the babies are born during the day, but like, yeah, Katie. It's like, They're it's not all born are, in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. But seldom in movies you have like a hospital, a labor and delivery room that has like a lot of windows to the outside side like it just feels the birthing scene felt so non-medical it's like they had it in like a 1950s there was also like a area ahead of herself but there's also a nurse in that scene that was not paying attention to she wasn't doing anything she wasn't doing anything she was like i'm on break but she was like in (laughs) the same room for some reason maybe she was on break hey get off her case bridget you know (laughs) take your break out of the delivery room (laughs) She likes the ambiance of afterbirth. Ew. <laughs> Sorry. No, uh, I mean, afterbirth is natural. It was just no, no, no. Well, actually, it. well, yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I, I was definitely <laughs> apologizing for Ambiance of afterbirth, though, is a good improv team name. Yeah. Okay. So they, they go to do another seance to put Dear Johnny to rest, and then they meet the creepiest character of this whole play. Yeah, totally. The man that breaks gravestones. Um <laughs> He seems so evil for yeah. no reason. I know. And if you found like four girls, like, and you're like, where are you? Like, do you guys yeah. are getting home? Like, what's going on? It's like, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Cemetery ain't no place for girls. Get this is where I break get things. Get out of my, my job. <laughs> he just confesses to bringing his headstone. Why are you telling these girls this? It's like, yeah. I broke it. <laughs> like, don't tell them that. Just fix it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He can have friends too, Katie. Come on. (laughs) You're a midnight grade worker. Graveyard graveyard shift at the graveyard. I've been out here listening for bells and breaking gravestones. (laughs) So that's when Sam is like, I'll be right back. 
and she picks flowers because she sees crazy Pete. She wants to thank him for saving her life. <laughs> and we learn that's dear Johnny's dad. Um, and uh... well, no, <laughs> Sam learns it and then doesn't share that information uh, yeah. for yeah, 30 years. Why wouldn't you tell them the next day you're going to the graveyard every night to figure out this mystery? And she never told him that yeah. that was dear Johnny's dad. Why wouldn't you complete? And then she just like this is just between me and crazy Pete. <laughs> and then like she shares it at the fast forward, just like, oh, I guess I never told you this, but the story ended. <laughs> <laughs> He's his dad. Like, God. Like, what? what? <laughs> so also, like, even with, like, Teeny, who was there and shared this traumatic, you know, know. experience of you almost dying. Right. They have to um, hang out with this man. I mean, they're 12. They have, like, eight more years or like Ugh. six in the town together. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So we kind of already and, talked to. Oh, we, but then we have like one of the saddest lines too is like when before the fast forward, they're like I don't like they get the treehouse and they're like kind of like showing where they all are in different parts of the treehouse because it's that big, <laughs> and the, I think the voiceover says something like we thought that the summer would bring us independence, but it brought us independence from each other. Yikes! So it just kind of describes how they you know grew apart. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they learned they learned to be on their own feet, I think is I guess so. Yeah. I and guess to like so. develop deep relationships with Crazy Pete, Devin Sawa, <laughs> Storm Drains. Yeah. <laughs> totally. They each like met a new person. <laughs> yeah. Or Storm or Gabby Hoffman became best friend with that storm drain. <laughs> <laughs> I did so, like there's this dude that I read about in National Geographic who like has been to all the sto major storm drains in all the big cities of the world. Cool. And I met him at like some random New Year's Eve thing. Um, <laughs> you did? Yeah. I was reading like, about him? Were yeah. you like, that's Three, crazy. Two, hey, one. <laughs> storm, storm drain, man. We're, we're right next to each other. <laughs> Wait, was it a fatberg? Oh, God. No, no. Was it okay. Sheila? <laughs> It was she, yeah. <laughs> and wait, is this his job or just his hobby? Because his hobby is is what, it, but he's like famous for it. He like, I'm and he sure goes he's like, in them. Party. He goes was in it? them. Okay. It was this crazy like warehouse party. <laughs> like if you ever imagined a New Year's Eve party and like girls or or like some I was sort of like say, that's exactly what I'm imagining. This they were like girls, yeah. flamethrowers around and in like Brooklyn. <laughs> I think it was like the meatpacking district or something like that. Oh um, but you had read an article about this guy and then yeah. you met him. Randomly? And then my buddy was actually like, I know him. Um, like, I think he may be coming here tonight. And he did. But also what city has the best storm drains? Probably Baltimore. Paris. Um, oh, like they're all known over the for world. like yeah like there's there's some crazy storm drains in like old cities like they're yeah, like that makes sense. Un underground cathedrals where they hold tons and tons of water um wow. yeah but paris has a, a crazy water how does baltimore's rank up in that um he hadn't been there and we were like trying to like yeah. set it up where we'd go and explore the storm drains <laughs> i love um, it, it i was... imagine it would be like ghostbusters too where you just be like going underneath the ground yeah i, love it. I mean have you Baltimore been in a storm drain philip in a storm drain yeah, yeah. i've been in a bunch like a fair amount a fair amount you know um, be careful 
I, I go in when it's not raining. It's sort of like. Okay. But is it wet? There's always a little bit of water in there. And is it, are there rats? Sure. Rats? Yeah. Because I mean, well, like the rate, the water that's in there during a sort of normal times is actually just water leaking from water lines mm. for the most Gross. part. And is there a lot of trash? Yes. Good God. Yes. I remember as a little kid, more trash a, than you can think of, as a Girl Scout painting storm drains and saying, mm-hmm. like, don't put your trash here. But people, I mean, obviously trash flows there, but people yeah. still dump trash. Oh, in yeah. Like it is a people trash think it's can. People think it's like a, we'll dumpster. see like little old ladies like sweeping up their street, like thinking it's a great, and then they sweep it right in the storm drain. You're just like, oh, Oh man. Yeah. yeah. I know. Cause there's this like thing. It's like, well, there it goes. Yeah. Goodbye. Totally. Yeah. Goodbye into the trash can. <laughs> yeah. It goes straight to whatever your nearest water body is without any sort of treatment. Oh no, Y'all. the Baltimore Harbor. Baltimore Harbor is gonna be dirty and it's already in that sort of TMDL. <laughs> oh man. It has trash restrictions on it. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, let's that's wrap enough, up this movie. That's enough stormwater talk. Sorry about <laughs> There's Sorry. not enough. There's never enough. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to talk about this, but I, I'm intrigued. So yeah. basically, we learned that Chrissy's um, married to the nerd from the baseball yeah, field, which is so cute. It is. Um, and at the end of the movie, all the women are in the treehouse. They play truth or dare. And then they're like, let's always well, be friends. They, like, kick that poor chauffeur out of the limo. Oh, yeah. What is that? Just have that yeah. guy drive you. He could clearly drive faster and better. Right. No, because Roberta, who's been living in, in New York, Indiana. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. <laughs> That's yeah, my couchmates totally. joke. So I'm going to give him credit. Yeah. But Ta-da. basically, she nice. does have a very strong accent for somebody who's lived in Indiana. Her I know. Life. I was wondering how they're going to say that. Right. Yeah. She's like, not to. Get into the limo. Hey, what get the way? <laughs> Come on, ladies, move it. Yeah. Totally. Now, is this bef- this is before Rosie came out on her show, right? But this is the height of the Rosie O'Donnell show. Because I remember Afterwards, watching that in high school. Yeah. She came out. I think the IMDB fact said that like she ended up being a real life lesbian. Uh, was the quote like eight years later because the fact is, and there's this whole article on in like entertainment or I can't remember what magazine it is that the character was written to be gay like later like the later roberta was going to be gay they cast rosie o'donnell and then i think audiences had such a big problem with a gay woman being a obgyn oh for crying out loud yeah that they couldn't that's all i want to be my obgyn right so they couldn't handle it and so they changed it. And the way they changed it is like in the beginning when they're like all together again and they're like swinging, there's this like voiceover yeah. ADR line that's like, Roberta lives with her boyfriend and she lives in sin. Like, yes. and it's not, it's off screen. Oh, and that's right. the so only, weird. that's the only boyfriend thing. And I'm like, she's not it. living with her boyfriend in sin. Yeah. Shut up. Maybe the boob tape thing was also like an afterthought to, do you know what I mean? To really yeah. like, slam it in there oh that oh, yeah that she that's a good point boobs, I, you know i bet because right. the scene is kind of played like exploratory but like it's not like christina ricci is like yes you know like it's like if you tell anybody about this i'll kill you yeah so. like it easily or a much better line but then that was when she realized that she boys didn't do it for her <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and she's like I, you can yeah. kiss me but mm. Yeah. yeah, and then I feel like she and Devin Sawa just have like a nice friendship and they play yeah. together. 
they weren't into each other which they kind of did because like afterwards like the next scene is like he's not that bad you yeah know? like he's like actually not a monster is what she yeah learned. for sure because he didn't like bite her tongue. they were both trying to figure stuff out yeah so uh now and then that's the film <laughs> any questions from question corner this evening um mine was and we've we've addressed it uh nora l was wondering which character everyone sort of oh. thought they were right i mean well, we we did the quiz and i know you sort of feel that you matched up yeah katie and we we've heard who bridges thinks she are she is and who like her test told her she is well yeah. phil what do you think <laughs> i mean well no um no no I meaning like do you i mean i I personally don't see you as a Chrissy. I think you're more no. of a Sam. Yeah. Samantha. Yeah. Someone there. I, it, no one's 100% anything, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I love I'm creepy love Pete. <laughs> oh, you are creepy Pete. Congratulations. Did Nora L identify yeah. as anybody in particular? Yes. Um, She's she, a Samantha. Yeah. She felt strongly she's 100% a Samantha. <laughs> Yeah. I don't need to take that quiz. I know that Nora no, L is a yeah. Samantha. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Here's just a picture of Nora L under Samantha. Yeah. yeah. It's like you Google it. It's like Nora L examples mm. Samantha. And you're under Roberta. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, all right. Then let's do Hummers, Bombers, and Dummers. Ugh, I have to be honest. I haven't really thought about this. Um, but let's go to Bummers. Um Okay, I think I'll just do mine uh, that I just yeah. thought of, which is basically going back to the beginning of our conversation where I think I'm just bummed out that these women, uh, the grown-up actresses are all younger than I currently am. Um, <laughs> because for some reason, they all feel much older than to me. And I don't think I know how old I am. I think Melanie Griffith looks like she's 50 in this yeah. movie. And they all have crow's feet. And then I'm like, okay, so maybe that's just, except for Demi Moore, who I do think looks kind of young. And I'm just like, but maybe those were just women aging as women do. And now everybody looks so fake and fillered. Um, so it's like a triple dumber bummer about <laughs> the aging process in this country, I think is what it is. I have um, such a specific yeah. bummer. It is, <laughs> I don't know why I wrote this down, but I was bummed. Um, you know, speaking of Demi Moore's youngest or oldest child, like, is it rumor Willis that's in this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, when she is cuddled up with Gabby Hoffman, because she's like, you know, they're like, their parents are fighting. I was kind of bummed out that the little sister has to try to fall asleep with like a flashlight in her face <laughs> because <laughs> Gabby Hoffman's reading. And I'm like, she's being such a sweet older sister. It's just like so sweet. But then it's like, but also like maybe turn the flashlight off. It's like, I get my it's, read on. it's right in her face. Yeah. So that, that bummed me out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't have like a great bummer that jumped out to me. So I'll tie mine to Bridget's and it's just the smoking, like the, the chain smoking mm. to Demi Moore. It's, it's probably why everyone else like looked old is because everyone was smoking yeah. back in the day Maybe. um right. hey kids don't smoke um don't. yeah nothing like super bummed me out in this movie mm. yeah okay i mean not those like that child being shot in the head no it's fine mom i mean okay fine. i feel like it's the fine. darkness nope. in this movie <laughs> all of it was fine yeah fine 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 I, okay you know. dumbers <laughs> i have uh. a dumber I wonder if it's going to be Phil's summer. Okay. Um, we talked about like Roberta's 
like fake drowning her jumping off of her diving off of that rock while they're all standing and she didn't i know that she was planning to fake her death but she had no idea how deep that was is the stupidest thing to do it's just never worth it it's terrible don't ever do that (laughs) that was the dumbest Uh, and i think i had like a great uncle that dove into a lake (sighs) um and broke his neck Um, and it's like i'm very pretty particular about what I'll actually dive into. If yeah. if I haven't been into the water, I'm not diving into it. No. Sheer, you know, I, I better know. Ever, I don't think I've ever dove into anything but like a swimming pool that I could like literally see the bottom of. But even jumping in, I mean, like, you know, I got to swim around a lot to know how deep it is and that there's yeah. nothing protruding. The diving is just like, ugh. Anyway, yeah. But no, agreed, Terrible. agreed. Um. I'm going to sort of repeat something that Bridget, I mean, of course my main thing was like the storm trains, but I think it was the kicking the limo limo driver out and then drive the limo yourself was just super Jeez. dumb. It's I like, know. it's his job, you it's know, so condescending. he's so, yeah. And she's instantly awful at it. She's just swerving through the street and like almost just hitting a tree um yeah totally bad choice wrote you're the doctor as well like i know not only like are you like stranding this pregnant woman there you are injuring the one doctor in town or one obgyn right in indiana in indiana the whole state yep um i think i'm gonna say that um my dumber will be the the boys leaving their clothes so far away from where they were naked. Um, I don't know. Maybe they could have put them closer to their the shoreline, but they were like walking pretty far naked. <laughs> and maybe they're brothers. And they're just used to like all being naked and free around each other. Maybe it was just the time. But like your clothes were really, 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 really far away. And you could have kept them closer and maybe you wouldn't have had this problem of being naked. Yeah, I mean, I feel I would have just gone swimming in my shorts. No, well. were they brothers? They're yeah. all brothers. They're right? all the wormers. Yeah. Why was it going to be so humiliating for them to, because weren't they going to like tell everybody at school and stuff? Not that they were well, naked, but like they just- They were going to strand were, them there. Yeah. Without clothes. But then they, they gave the, them their clothes right back, right? Which that was a little weak. I think they should have just kept them. I think it's embarrassing to have girls see you doing sure. that. That's what it was. I I mean, this is the flight and fight. This is why I'm not a Roberta. I would have stolen their stuff and never told them it was me. <laughs> I see. Well, that would have been it. the that would have been the smarter prank. Yeah, because I wouldn't have wanted like a retribution, retaliation. But then they're in pain, and then they don't know who did it. Right. And that's a better secret to keep for 30 years rather than who Crazy Pete is. Oh yeah, totally, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> okay, Hummers. Well, I have one, but I'm also afraid it's Phil's. Let's go ahead. Go for it. My Hummer is Cloris Leachman because she's phenomenal as the grandmother. I mean, just like everything about it, like even the way she says, oh, I can't tell you that. I'll give you a nightmare. It's like <laughs> Cloris Leachman is in a different movie. She's and a I dream. Want, she I love dream. it. So she's in a it's, very different movie. She's so good. <laughs> just like, yeah, her running out into the car, just the way the car peels out. I love it. So yeah, Cloris Leachman. It it was mine, um, but that's fine. Sorry. And um, 
my grandmother on my mom, mom's side uh, was great, but she was also a big gambler. And mm. yeah, would yeah. Um, so I, I will default to just the music in this movie. It's great. Yeah. It's amazing. That it's oh, sorry. It's okay. It's okay. That's all I have to say about it. There were some songs in it. <laughs> Bridget. <laughs> no, keep going. Cause I'm going to pick something else. Okay. I mean, that's, I mean, just, it was maybe, I think music budgets were cheaper back in the day. Cause they just had amazing songs left and right. And uh, yeah, it really set the mood. Like one thing that this movie did well was like really set the mood of this time. Yeah. As a mm-hmm. lot of these movies back in the day did like Stand By Me and all that. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that one much. But I mean, oh, this yeah. one just really, you know, set it well and did it with music. To go off of that, then my Hummer will be similar, which is setting it. I'm going to give a Hummer to the set designers and set dressers for this movie, because I tend to enjoy a good wallpaper from like the seventies, eighties and or mid century. And there was so much delicious wallpaper. I loved the entire dining room situation, mm-hmm. like in Samantha's house, just the retro the kitchen, um, all of that I just enjoy. And I love how it's so colorful and fun. Everything now is just so gray and white in everybody's homes. That's the aesthetic. And so, yeah, like having that is just so delightful. A show. Oh, I, I also want to shout out like a real gem, which we didn't talk about. And maybe partly, Bridget, because you didn't realize that uh, Jean Garofalo also played the waitress. <laughs> When the waitress, because she calls them boys. Um, right. I do remember that. Yeah. Just... In the way, it, like at the diner, she's like, um, here you are, boys. And yeah. Chrissy being just the absolute buzzkill that she yeah. is, is just like, we're girls. We're girls. And the time that it takes with Ginny Garofalo's like eyes being closed to like open and then just staring at her and it's just like beat, beat. And it's like, I know. <laughs> It's just, I love it. Like just a zoom in on Janine Garofalo's like pierce into your soul eyes gets me every time. So Mm. I love it. I kind of wish she was in the movie more. I was kind of, I was surprised she wasn't. It's kind of fun. Like, I mean, there's a lot of celebs in this movie. Man, Star powered, star powered. And like even Bonnie Hunt too. You're like, that's it. She's just in like one scene and Brendan Fraser. Like what? Yeah. (laughs) And Hank Azaria. Like I kept on expecting a second beat to stuff. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I did too. And they were like, nope, we just had one. No, that's day, it. One half <laughs> day of want. filming. We just want yeah. the one. Pretty much. So, so let's talk about our outfits. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Katie, I'll talk about your outfit. Okay. Um, I enjoy that you have that Janine Garofalo-esque sort of mullet, um, mm. 70s mullet on your head. I think it looks really lovely on you. It's very flattering. Um, and then you're wearing like a seventies button up shirt with a butterfly collar, mm-hmm. very reminiscent of the day, but it does have some illustration on it uh-huh. and it's like a hunting scene. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's got, a you know, like a buck, um, and, but the buck has, uh, the face of, um, Jack Nicholson and okay. it says, <laughs> yeah, and it it's says, true. Dear Johnny. Uh, <laughs> I like it. 
I like it. Because I think, deep, I think deep one cut. of you was wearing a shirt like that before that kind of mentioned <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Anyway. Probably, yeah, it sounds like so, us. I love yeah, it. it sounds like us. Anyway, it's really lovely, beautiful job. Oh, yeah. It took me, like, I got this, the back, back, back row of a thrift store. Oh, I can I tell. I was stoked. I can tell. It's felted. It. It's really nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, Phil... Um, I like the 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 bowling shirt sure, that uh-huh. you're wearing with um your your dad's name on it, although he just <laughs> left the family. But <laughs> so sad. Yeah. But you know, fun. Um and and that lovely crocheted poncho that you you oh, have over it. Yeah. That's perfect for rainstorms. Yeah. Um and then um, I like the the trucker hat that has um, you know the side of a the side of a road and a, a gap into our waterways uh, that just says storm drains are dangerous but bracelets are forever. Oh, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Words to live nice. by. That's nice. Um, I, I like how Bridget, you're repping the the storm water theme as well with your trucker hat. That is uh, Creepy Pete Stormwater Repair. Uh, and then in smaller letters, it says, you know, we'll save your life and tell you our secrets, but don't tell nobody. Um, and then, um, yeah, it's you've got, you know, a nice little, uh, it's sort of an outfit that shows pretty much everything that... Uh, what is it? Samantha's mother was dressed yeah, as and like sure. sort of the uh, yeah. Nancy Sinatra in one, mm-hmm. but then yeah. also a different style. But it's sort of like all meshed together beautifully. It's thank you. It's just getting all the 70s styles at at once. Thank um, you. With, you know, I think a pin from Brendan Fraser's outfit as well. Yeah, he had a lot of pins. <laughs> totally. Yeah, and he, an earring. Just, Dangling. Hey, you know, it was that. Yeah. Earrings aren't, and they like asked if he was a hippie, and I'm like, I don't think that kind of earring was hippie. You know what I mean? It was just interesting. Yeah, and dangly yeah. earrings like that are very back in right now. Totally. Yeah. Okay, it's time for us to talk about whether it's for real. And I picked it, so I'll go first. Um, I thought this would be like a slam dunk for me, like a Christina Ricci one-on-one basketball situation. <laughs> And I, I, I forgot that there was not a story of this movie. I, I had, I've actually seen it recently. A, a group of girlfriends and I went to see it at a dive in where oh, you cool. like swim in a pool oh, and you watch fun. it and it yeah. was so fun, but we were eating and drinking. And so yeah. I, think I watched it less than I thought I did. And we sang along to the music, but all that being said, I'm going to say it's for real because I do think it is a coming of age story for girls. It's a time capsule of this very specific time period. It's, it is, it's about like kind of how challenging it can be, how every day is a little different, but you do kind of have these friendships that you stick with and they're sometimes stronger than your actual biological family. Um, and I relate to that sometimes. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to give it the, the for real rating. Um, so I, I don't know what I thought I would think about this movie because I hadn't seen it very much. Um, but I'm like struggling even now I was struggling with watching it because 
the issue is, is that like, sometimes when you talk about if something's for real, it's like, well, for the, you know, girl coming of age genre, instead of now and then watch, and I don't know to tell you, you know, like, that's the thing. It's like, it is kind of this iconic movie um and so all of what bridget said like all of like i i think and phil you said throughout it too like it's not about plot it's about like situating something in a time and place and they certainly go out of their way to do that and it is charming i actually really love thora birch's performance like she's just like in i'm like yeah that's that girl (laughs) like i get it yeah you know she really sells it and i i really i enjoyed all of the actresses um and actors in the film um and I love the music, but like it did, it was so hard to figure out like, okay, is this about like finding out about Dear Johnny? Is it about the Warmer Brothers? Is it about baseball <laughs> in a small town? Is it about getting this treehouse? Like I can't figure it out. Um, but what tipped my scales for a not for real Ooh. Waiting, rating is part of why I think, okay, so this is not meant to... Um, be some pity party but and it's actually on behalf of annie icu but part of why i think my sister watched it a lot and i didn't is being a roberta but kind of not a roberta like it didn't like annie icu was saying this movie kind of sucks because i saw myself in roberta but then it was made pretty clear to me that i had to fall in love with boys and then like i didn't get it and then that really hurt my feelings <laughs> or like it mean it was really confusing and she was like it kind of sent me into like uh so i guess uh, like almost she kind of almost said like that almost was more damaging than not having seen the movie like when you're a kid because she's heart like hardcore related and i don't blame the movie because yeah. they screened it and they just couldn't do what they wanted to do and in truth like having like a lesbian character in like 1995 would have been pretty like do you out think there? Samantha's a lesbian? I mean, maybe we never talked about her love are. life. Well, I that's know. the truth. That's the truth. The other thing is like, I was so surprised at the end where they focused it on Samantha, and I was like, wait, yeah, who cares what like her love life? Like, anyway, so um, that it wasn't like the focus for me at all. It was only sure. like, talking with Annie about it afterwards, but it kind of tipped the scales where I was like, uh, I guess, yeah, I think I'm gonna go with not for real. But that's not to say that I don't. This just in like I kind of hope it's for real, but like for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a not for real uh, rating just because. Of that. Sorry, so Phil, to you. Awesome. I'm um, sorry, that I want to be clear. That was like a tipping the scale thing, but like yeah, and also it just didn't grab me as a. I had yeah. I had no nostalgia to this movie, which it's surprised okay. me. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> that was quite the roller coaster. Uh, and yeah, I, no, no, no. I, I am also going to go on a little bit of a roller coaster. Mm. Um, Please do. I can't wait. I can't wait to yeah. go on it. <laughs> um, so, do I think this movie's for real? No, I, I, I don't. Um, it's just there's no story there um you know it has a lot of like this nostalgia stuff but it's like it could have easily had some some story there but at the same time i was mm-hmm. like eh, this movie isn't made for me you know mm-hmm. i think it's a great movie to watch at a dive in or if yeah. you're hanging out with your 12 year old daughter and you want to bond with her this is a great movie to to watch mm-hmm. um and then you know i was sort of listening to what katie was saying it was you know, getting convinced, you know, that 
went on she was going on the upswing and i was like oh maybe it is and i should change my thing um but then she went back and I'm, 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 tr- I'm truly gonna pull a katie and i i'm convinced once again because i was gonna like this is for real it's it's not it's not what it's not for me so it doesn't matter and there's like no alternative but then she's right that it's still not great and some of the messages that are there aren't great so i i followed what she's gonna say or she said and i i'm gonna go with not for real oh god i thought you were gonna swing back again no 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 um i know i yeah and i meant for that not to be quite as confusing i just (laughs) i think the the onus shouldn't be it's like oh crap i guess there's nothing better you know it it sucks that you know more women aren't making Mm -hmm. you know movies and we're left with this so this is what's got to be for real instead it's like no this isn't good enough. We need to make more movies that are made by women that are about women and coming of age. Find that movie. It, it needs to be made. We're, we'll, we'll, you me. know, we, we get it's... that up and coming director who made Shadows of the Pagoda. <laughs> Just think about how deprived some of us are from our childhoods from not having a film that resonates with us. Well, no, they're just describing there should that. Be more. There should be more. But we can't go back in time. <laughs> anyway, I respect your decision. I know. So a, let's get to our song. Yeah, yeah. Here's our song. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that the one? Is that when they're riding their bikes and like Thora Birch is going back and forth? Oh, she's so good. She's so good in that scene. Yeah. It's like one of my favorite. But also Tony Orlando, unless I'm remembering incorrectly, has a lot of songs that are like about like, lady, I don't. No, it's like, lady, I don't think you really love me. I think there's one about like, if I come home from war and you don't love me anymore, like. Uh, oh, tie a yellow ribbon around the old old arc I love that song. Uh, yep, he sings tie a yellow ribbon. So like all yeah. of his songs are like, I'm coming for you, but if you're not there, there's a signal. <laughs> yeah. Don't get the signal. <laughs> it's okay. He, he's like on the spectrum, and he needs like sort of these signifiers. He's just, yeah, he's help. like, but I won't. And uh, oh, oh. Um, so I, what I a love- weird, what an interesting niche plot to I know. Songs. He has like, a lot it. of songs like that. He also has a song called <laughs> "Who's in the Strawberry Patch with Sally," and I want to know more about that. So. Anywho, thank uh, you, Pat it. D for your yes, thank you. Totally wonderful intro. We don't your... disagree with Cat D's enthusiastic no, no. intro. Or Look, review. you guys don't stick either. With, stick with your opinions and <laughs> fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. Halfway I'm through fine. Katie's, I was ready to say it was for real, and then you she did brought it. Me back. So stick yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for going on this journey now and then. Thank you. All to all of our fans near and far. Till I will then. say I had a really good time. <laughs> I want to say I had a good time watching it with like Jenny L, Carl L, and Annie ICU. And this is one of the films that Jenny L was like, we're watching this together. Like we planned it around Aww. for weeks. So it was very, I love it was that very you fun. both watch these movies with your family. Yeah. yeah. I, I would tell you cool. that the uh you hate hawk slash them. the hawk slash owl scared my mother really bad. Um mm. 
she in the cemetery like this bird jumps out oh wow jumped her out of her seat yeah scared jump scare that must mean it's for real anyway (laughs) (laughs) till next time yeah hello